Welcome to Just Another Podcast. Hey! I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything, I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, and I've had my ups too. I've seen all the racy, I've been all the racy. Hello and welcome to episode 12, season 2 of Just Another Podcast. I'm Matt Lieb, joined by my Dalvin Cook-loving co-host, Steve Kribos. Well, pretty boring week last week without Browns and Buckeyes playing, but we still had some exciting football to watch. Well except for that stupid team up north. Steve, how's it going? How you enjoying this Thursday night football game? Uh, it's going good. I I don't know. It's, it's a weird, a lot of fantasy implications for me on this one. And I really, really needed Madison, but going to get nothing from him. And then I really needed Kirk Cousins. And I don't know, up 23, nothing at half. That's not looking so good for me either, so. Maybe you'll have some Madison garbage time in the second half. I mean, they got to rest. Cook, no, right? I didn't start. I didn't start Madison. I benched him. Oh, all my friends told me to bench him. Well, that was the smart play. We didn't expect to have Dalvin Cook with over 100 yards rushing, 153 yards rushing in the first half, and two touchdowns. Steve, how many yards before contact? Does Dalvin Cook have in the first half versus Steelers? How many yards did you say he has? How many? He has 153 yards. How many yards per rush before 100, contact? 152 because it doesn't seem like he's been touched from when I've been watching. Well, it might as well be. It's 8.2 yards per rush. I don't know if we divide that out by how many rushes he's got, but it's got to be pretty damn close. Yeah, wild. Every time I look up, he's not getting touched. That's for sure. I mean, New England, uh, excuse me, Steelers uh, defensive line, their whole defense has been atrocious. The past four weeks, I think they've given up 30 fantasy points to every team except uh, the Ravens. They gave up 25 to. I think that was a uh, footballer statistic that they gave out this week that blew my mind. I thought they had a good defense. It's not anymore. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the GBU, Steve, why don't we jump into the PPPs, the playoff picture primer. It's getting to that time. Yeah, there you go. We, we have some exciting times. It looks like several of us are pretty secure. So if we look through it, Matt, um, we have Jen, Wayne, and Christine, who are pretty much easy locks in the playoffs right now. I... I do not believe there is a mathematical way for the three of them to be out of the playoffs. Eight and five or better. They're pretty good. Allie and I are both sitting pretty solid at seven and six. Uh, we're in fourth and fifth right now. We're sitting pretty solid, but we do have a mathematical chance to be booted from the playoffs. But then, yeah, those last few spots, it's going to be a really interesting battle between Steven Roby, Struble, Brandon, Valentic, and 
even John, we're going to talk about it, but even John has a chance to make this playoff, which is, you know, pretty, pretty interesting to see that, you know, 10 teams have a shot. It's pretty wild. The only two teams that don't have a chance are the Matt. Come on, Matt. What, what are we doing? I had a little talk with Matt. Actually, I didn't, but I'm going to have a talk with Matt. We are going to dominate next year. So everybody have your fun this year because 2022 is the year of the Matt. Watch out. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. There's there's rumors buzzing around that Matt may be a solo owner next year. Uh, so it could truly be the year of the Mats. Wow, Jacob leaving. He's so fed up with the losing that he's just going to abandon ship. Yeah, I don't know. Trouble in paradise, I guess. I'm not quite sure of the details. Maybe we'll have to get him on, have him hash it out on on, on air. I'm not sure. Okay, well, that's fine, though. It's just the Mats against the world. Next year, 2022 fantasy football. No Wayne, uh, no Jacob Jacob needed. I don't know where Wayne came from. I was looking at uh, looking at predictions over here and being sad last week. Real sad. Steve, why don't you tell us how it went? Yeah, so the predictions were interesting, Matt. I don't think we've ever... I don't think either one of us has ever gone six and zero, to my recollection. It's been a while, if it has been. But our our guest pickers, I know we've had we had some good runs last week or last year. I know where we were going five and one, things like that. But our guest picker last week, Christine, went six and zero. Holy moly! Nice work, Christine. So yeah, she got one right that we both got wrong in the Struble Harding. Uh, battle there. She and she really did it just to be nice to Matt Harding, as he had just uh, made a trade to her, and uh, turns out it it did her well. She was six and zero. Oh. Uh, Matt, how did you do? I tried to be a little uh, different than you guys. Try to make some upset picks to catch up to you and, <laughs> in in the overall standings, and it worked out terribly. I went two and four. You. Just decided to follow your wife's lead. She led you to five and one. So you now have a commanding six game lead over me in the overall predictions. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. But yeah, I know like uh, you even mentioned several times last week, you were trying to get cute to make a run at it, but what can you do? Yep. Maybe I'll try again this week. You never know. Uh, crazy things happen in fantasy football. So, um, you know, Got to go for those Hail Marys late in the season. Yes, sir. All right. So, Matt, as we look at kind of the breakdown, we talked about how 10 teams are really kind of in this thing as we come into this weekend's games. But I was taking a look at some interesting stats. So the average points uh, on the season is 1626. And it's interesting because Allie is essentially right at that uh, threshold. So she's got, um, she's got almost exactly, she's just a touch under the league average of points. Um, but it's got her in a nice seven and six clip. And like I said, it's, she's, she's a near lock into the playoffs. So, uh, Hey, average is working out really well for Allie this year. Absolutely. She started with a down season ended with an up season. So she's got that bell curve, the nice average for her. So, she's she's holding strong she's uh she's looking good so far and uh definitely looks like she'll be uh jumping into the playoff with everyone else here yep now 
Our unluckiest team, of course, is John. We've heard lots about it. He is um he has had a very tough schedule. He's got well above the league average in points in 1648, and he's just five and eight. So mm. what's what's interesting is um I was looking at the schedules and how many teams do you think are would have a winning record if they played John's schedule this year? Seven. Just four. Just four teams would have a winning record playing John scheduled. So that's pretty tough. Um, The, I I compared it to Allie's and the interesting part there is um, Allie would actually have nine teams that would have a winning record with her schedule. So she's, she's, her league average has done her well, but uh, yeah, nine nine teams would be in there. So th- I thought that was pretty interesting. Definitely. So it's fun to look at, see what would have happened if you had a little different record and shows how important those head-to-head matchups are. And nothing else matters than that guy who's across the, or or lady who's across from you that week. And not, not to rub it in, John, but if you had played Allie's schedule, you would be nine and four. <laughs> Wow. That's uh it's not gonna help John Morrell in his fantasy football plight right now. He's uh pretty down and out. Yeah. Love you, John. Yep, that's true. But why don't we get into this week's matchups, take a look at it, and th- see, you know, he he's got a shot here and we could talk a little bit about his path. All right. Uh are we gonna do some predictions first or are we gonna look at the playoff yeah. picture first? Yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we take a look? I think the playoff picture <laughs> Well, playoff picture is pretty much this. Like I said, I, I think Jen, Wayne, Christine are pretty much 100% locks. I don't think there's any path for them not to make the play. Well, definitely not Jen, but there should be zero path for Jen, Wayne, and Christine not to make the playoffs. Yep. Allie and myself are near locks. I, I It won't be impossible. There is a path for us to miss, but it, it, it near locks, um, and we would have to score pretty low. Both of us would have to score pretty low this week to be out. Um, you know, just points from a tiebreaker perspective. But then, like I said, that Roby, Struble, Brandon, Valentic, and John are all the ones that have a chance. So why don't we why don't we jump in with our predictions? And I found a spot online, Matt, that shows the matchups. And and so once we make our predictions, we'll talk about who makes those those final slots uh, and who is out after our predictions. Okay, let's jump right into it. We got a great first matchup, Steve. You versus your wife. Yeah, so I'm, I went ahead and picked Christine. The way this matchup's going with, with Alvin Cook, who knows? But I had went ahead and picked Christine. I think a big reason, I think you could definitely see a Patrick Mahomes bounce back game for her. Uh, you know, Javante Williams playing pretty well. She's obviously, it's a, it's a huge loss for her to have Jonathan Taylor out. So that's a good week, you know, good opportunity there for me. But I just, my main reason was I saw Patrick Mahomes bounce back way leading the charge, which is why I picked her. Fair enough. Uh, like you said, this game doesn't mean much in the standings. Both of you are pretty much locks, but it is bragging rights for the Crivis household. Uh, have you asked Jacob who he's rooting for yet? Um, 
I have not. I will. I can get back to you on that one. I have a feeling it would be me, though. All right. I'm going to go with Jacob. I'm going to pick you, Steve. You have some odd standings tonight uh, so far already. We, we already made our picks, but Dalvin Cook's killing it. Najee's not doing anything. So kind of balancing each other out. You guys have a, a pretty even matchup, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, Roger, Zeke Chubb, you still have a lot to go. So I'm, I'm going to pick you here, Steve. Yeah, the Zeke news could be fairly interesting as well. It it looks like Pollard will be out, so that could give Zeke a little bit of a bump uh, as well. Who would have thought after watching that game last week that Zeke would be the healthier one of the two of them? Yeah, I know, I know, and it may not be good for Zeke long term if he gets that bigger role. I, you know, I'm not sure he could he could probably have used the rest, but hey, it is what it is, and we'll see how it works out. Absolutely. So let's jump into our next matchup here. We got Steven versus Wayne. Yeah. So this is a huge game for Steven. He it's, it's an absolute, uh, must win, but you know, uh, he's sitting pretty good. Wayne had another injury, uh, to add to his many injuries this year, but he had another injury with Adam Thielen. Um, you know, who knows how that would have worked out in this game anyways, but um, and then we talked a little bit about Pollard. Pollard has a, a potential to be out for Wayne. So he could be in a tough spot injury wise coming into this game, but this is an absolute must win for Steven. But because of Wayne's injuries, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Steven in this one. Yeah, I, I would want to go against <sighs> you here, but just because of all these injuries on Wayne's side, th- this is like the questionable matchup. There's seven, eight guys with questionable tags, uh, I just don't know if Montgomery goes. I don't know if Swift goes. I don't know if Pollard, you know, he's not looking like he likely won't play. So for all those reasons, I just don't think Wayne is going to get the W this week. And uh, I agree. Steven will uh, take this matchup. Yeah. If, if if Wayne's team can get healthy, he's going to have a, you know, scary running backs come this, this playoff run. So we'll see if he can get healthy and everybody gets off their buy. It could be, could be interesting. Definitely will be the next matchup we got here. It's a big one. Me versus Valentech. Valentech's fighting for that playoff spot. Will I be able to upset him, Steve? Yeah. And so this is an interesting one too. I'm, I, it just makes me laugh. John Valentic, who was pretty much the first this year, he's got, he's got, I believe, let me take a quick peek back up here, but I believe he has, if not the lowest, yep, he does. He has the lowest point total on the year out of anybody. Um, yet he is currently sitting at six and seven with a legitimate chance to make the playoffs. And he was the first person to, uh, to come back and, you know, uh, give in and start trading away for draft picks. He traded away CMC. I forget. He traded away. I think he made some other trades kind of, kind of punting on the season. He was the first one to do it. Um, kind of being a trendsetter of trading draft picks. And now it's, it's kind of funny because he's sitting here with a legitimate chance. So, you know, you do have a chance. We talked a little bit about earlier, I think the Madison situation again, you know, not great for you. We'll see what kind of garbage time points he ends up with here. Um, could make a big difference, but 
you have a chance, but overall, I'm going to go ahead and pick John in this one, which, again, is going to make that playoff race really interesting. Yeah, I traded away a lot of my uh, top guys as well, try to go for next year. <clears throat> it's going to be my year, like I said, this year was going to be, but uh, definitely going to be next year in this league. Seem to be doing well in a couple other leagues, but uh, just struggling ever since you became commissioner, Steve. I just don't know what it is. But well, um, it's, it's parity across the board. I, you know, I mean, even if you look at our league, I mean, I, I, really, I, I know you and, and Matt Harding have struggled this year, but but really, I mean, the fact that we have nine people at six and seven, you know, six wins or better, I mean, it's lots and lots of parity within fantasy football this year. Absolutely. And uh, even with the disaster my year has become, I still have 60 more points than uh, than Valentech does. It's not saying a lot, but I have 60 more points than him, and he's in the playoff hunt, and I am so far in last place, it's not even funny, but I have 170 points more against me. So uh, not, not great overall. And, uh, you know, I trade away most of my assets. I think this is going to be a pretty – Fun battle to see who can actually pull out the W. It's going to be ugly, and uh, I just don't have faith in my team anymore, so I'm going to go Valentich as well. Yep. Uh, next up, we got Harding versus Brandon, the other Matt that's struggling. What do you think? is is Are either of us going to win this week, Steve? So, good question. Um, you know, I, I – Matt – Harding definitely has a shot. I, I was, I did end up picking Brandon in this one. Um, I think Stafford has a good opportunity. I think, you know, Diggs has a great chance to be, get it, be a, a big play for him. But Matt's sitting there with Eckler Jacobs. Um, you know, he definitely has a chance. It's a really strong running back room. I'm definitely going to say he does have a, a, a legit chance to come and win this. And again, this is a game with huge playoff implications. Brandon uh, is really going to need this win. If, if he loses, I believe he's going to be out. So you picking, I, I'm going to pick Brandon. I'm going to say Brandon wins this one. Okay. I was back and forth. I made a, trade earlier this year when I was really strong, well, thought I was really strong at running back with Dalvin Cook, uh, Swift, Carson, and Eckler. Traded my boy, <laughs> Austin Eckler. Huge mistake. Med, uh, DK hasn't had that great of a year. Russ has been injured. Waller the baller has not been Waller the baller this year. And Eckler's been so healthy. Usually he gets banged up for at least half a season healthy this year he's a little banged up this week at the ankle but still getting those full practices i think he's going to carry matt to a w here and uh i'm calling the upset first brandon yeah crushing brandon's dreams you know hey that's what the you know for you and matt that's what this is about right now is just being dream crushers that's all we're going for and that also secure me with the number one choice of picks next year so you know really looking forward to that all right, next up, we got Jen versus Struble. Jen going to keep winning, Steve? Yeah, man, oh, man. I She's again, won 10 straight. I, I know, it's wild. I, I But her team is just so strong and so solid. I, 
you know, she's got she's battling a few injuries herself. She's got Daryl Henderson banged up. This Joe Mixon thing, which we're not really sure about, uh, that certainly could, you know, both those situations could definitely hurt her. But I mean, between Tom Brady and her wide receivers just being solid PPR machines, I mean, she's got Tyreek who could explode, but then she's got Hunter Renfro, Chris Godwin, and Amari Cooper. I mean, when those guys are on and they're healthy, they're just PPR machines. So yeah, I'm calling a gen victory here. All right. I, you know, you, it's probably going to happen. She's won 10 in a row, so why would anybody pick against her? But I'm going all out this week trying to make a comeback here, Steve. Trying to, I want to see some parody too. Last week before the playoffs, I want to see a little mayhem, get a little messy. I'm going to go ahead, pick the Struble upset, hope maybe Mixon or Henderson are banged up for Jen. And, uh, you know, Struble's got Kareem Hunt. Chuba Hubbard, hopefully they have some big games this weekend. He can pull off that W. Okay, I'm sure he would love it. I'm sure he would love it. He's got Odell, too, who's uh, already got two touchdowns over there in, uh, for the Rams. Yeah, so, so, uh, so glad he was freed. Meh, Baker. All right, all right. Let's get to the... Oh, oh man, we need Christine <laughs> to do this one. Uh, yeah, we're just going to say, I don't know. There's, I don't know if we can know, even if, know if we can call one, the matchup of the week this week, I think there are, there's almost aside from Christine and I, almost every single matchup has pretty big implications. So that's true. We'll say all the matchups of the week. And the last one is Allie versus John. All right. What you think? Well, John has been almost like me when I pick people this year. Every time I seem to pick it, I'm wrong. So um, it's it's uh, a tough one here. And Allie's having a strong season. She just had a loss, but her second half of the season. She had a loss last week, but she's been looking strong. So I think John is uh, – he's, he's done. He's roasted. He's cooked. He's a cooked goose. It's over. He knows it. Everybody knows it. Allie's going to win. Yeah, we'll see. I think uh, I think Allie has some players getting hot at the right time. It could be very good for her, but I'm not sure. It's not a great matchup for Josh Allen against Tampa Bay. Um, Justin Jefferson, as we watch tonight, is off to a hot start. Although the Moose did not get loose, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. The, the way <laughs> the way this is going, it doesn't look like he will either, right? So yeah, John's off to a tough start. Although we d- we do pick these before the games start, so I I went ahead and picked John in this one. Uh, but yeah, and we'll talk a little bit later. Could be could be interesting path to the playoffs for him. But a- an alley an alley win would ensure that he has zero chance. So absolutely, she's got some rising uh, wide receivers too with Mooney, Jefferson, Higgins, all guys who have had really strong second half of the seasons. Yeah, Higgins, I mean, I don't know for sure uh, if this is true, but Higgins certainly has felt like uh, better than Jamar Chase recently, which is interesting. No doubt. He's had 23.4 points two weeks ago, 28.8 points a week ago. So I think teams are just focusing on Chase, trying to shut him down, and uh, no one's really covering Higgins. So it's uh, get some, some opportunity for him to have some really nice games. 
Okay, so Matt, let's take a look at if if we look at your predictions and if everything goes if you have a six and a week like Christine and everything goes the way you said, it would be John Valent it would be the Johns that missed the playoffs. So John Valentic and John Roberts missed the playoffs. Probably in theory, you know, the way it, it should shake out. Uh you know, certainly John Valentic, I think, you know, he's already kind of planning for next year. I don't, I don't think he expects to make the playoffs. So that would certainly be it. If everything goes the way that I said, then Struble and John Roberts missed the playoffs. So certainly John of anybody ha- seems to have the toughest path here. Um, it, and then, you know, but things do get interesting. So the, I think, I think what we're seeing here is, you know, the, the battle between Struble and Valentic is going to be really interesting. Um, and it's certainly at least the way you and I are predicting it. We, we're showing a good path in for, you know, Stephen Roby. So, um, and, and Brandon for that matter. So I thought it was interesting, though, Matt, that even though you had Brandon losing, he was still making the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? I switched my pick uh, to Harding later on. Oh, let me check. Let me check. I was trying to make some parody against you and thought it'd be uh, an interesting pick, and I think I threw you threw you for a loop. Probably. You can't make changes live on the show. Hey. We don't, we don't have a producer, remember? Oh, right. Sorry about that. I just, that was the only pick I changed, but I just wanted to throw a little parody. I had a lot of different picks in you. We had, a, we had two similar in a row, so I had to mix it up. And Christine's picking of Harding last week, getting it right, just gave me some, some emphasis, some excitement to pick Harding as well. Uh, give him a little boost, but, uh, how would that mix things up? If uh, Harding does pull the upset, are you, did you figure it out? So if, if Harding does pull the upset and John wins, uh, let me check. I'm guessing. Yeah. John, well, if John Roberts wins and Harding, let's see. Hard, let but me I said Allie. So I think Valintech would make it. Oh, you said Allie. Yeah. Yeah. Valintech would no. Let's see here. So it would be Struble. And Brandon, yeah, I think that's right. Wait, no, you have Brandon losing, don't you? Where are we? <laughs> uh, there we go. So it would be, yeah, Valentic would make it. Uh, yeah, Valentic would make it. Struble would make it. Uh, and Brandon and John would be the ones on, on out in your situation. I don't so know if I like that. Jen versus Valentic round one. I'm not going to change my picks, but I don't like that matchup for her round one. That's uh, a little too easy of a, a <laughs> slam dunk for her to get into the semis. Yeah. Yeah. But Hey, I just made some picks to try to mix it up. I, you know, I think it should more than likely it's going to be Brandon. Who's going to be in that eight spot. Um, especially if he can pull off that win versus Harding and he's got a pretty good team. Uh, if Gaskin can come back next week after his bye this week, you never know. That guy has five point games or twenty five point games, so could be interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, even his 25-point games tend to look pretty ugly on the field. Oh, yeah, for sure. He had a 31.9-point game this year. Go figure. Yeah, yeah. So the path for John, though, is is if, if you take a look at it, if if John wins, if you take my picks and if John wins and somehow you can pull the upset. So John will be your biggest fan this weekend, Matt. How do you feel about that? Ah, John, count on me. I just trade away half my team for next year, but I'll make sure to win for you, buddy. <laughs> Betty wishes you still had Cook tonight. That's for sure. I'm sure he does. I do too. If I was still competitive and, and in this playoff race with everyone else, I'd be pretty happy right now. Instead, I'm just sad. Yep. So, all right. Well, everybody, good luck, especially to this, this for these final two slots. Steven, Brandon, Struble, Valentic, and John. I wish everybody the best of luck. It is going to be very interesting to watch. It's, it's, I think I also find it very interesting. Not a lot of these people are playing each other. So everybody's going to be matchup watching this weekend. Absolutely. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be interesting and it'll be interesting to see how everyone ends up seeding out for the playoffs because you know, you think you look good. And then all of a sudden the team who you think looks the worst scores 170 points and shocks everyone (laughs) and upsets as a seven seed and, you're the two seed and you you're going home crying. So it's always fun when all eight teams play week one of the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, John Valentic is probably that matchup that everybody would want to have, but really outside of that, I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot of weak matchups. So even if you, you know, really outside it, you know, John Valentic, like I said, we talked about him being the lowest scorer on there, but really, other than that, I think just about anybody is going to pro- provide a fairly tough matchup. It's going to be hard to hard to say anybody's an easy matchup. Yep, good luck. Just don't get that 8C versus Jen. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, well, good luck, everyone, on your matchups this week. Hope you get the Ws, get the playoffs, get the opportunity to win the Cup, the championship in just another year, Fantasy League, J Fantasy League. So. Good luck, and all you degenerates, stay tuned. We got some fun DraftKings for you coming up next. All right, all you degenerates, welcome back. Matt, we need to get back on a winning pace. We were doing pretty well this year. Um, but we have not had the last few weeks. We've really hit a wall and just, we've, we've had some spots that have really struggled. So we need to get back on a winning pace this week. What do you think? Seriously? What happened? We have win. we were winning all the first half of the season. It's been a struggle in the second half. Yeah, sure has. Everybody's gotten better. We've gotten worse. I don't like it, but I feel good things about this lineup this week. All right. Sounds good. Well, why don't you start us off with our stack? Well, it's probably a good idea to play anybody who's playing the Jets, right? Generally speaking, that's true, yes. All right, well, Taysom Hill had a finger injury, but he practiced in full today. And he's got to crush the Jets. So we feel good about Taysom Hill for only $5,600, a bargain quarterback. We could have a nice big game, get some rushing yards, maybe a passing touchdown or two. And we went a little outside the box this week. We're going to uh, handcuff him with 
um, Alvin Kamara at $7,900. Looks like he's going to play this week. And uh, that's going to be our stack for the week. We're going to do a running back instead of a wide receiver. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think it's good. We haven't, uh, you know, we're hoping Kamara's healthy. He, he's he been out since for quite a while, I believe since week nine. Um, so, but yeah, it'll be good to have Kamara back. And, you know, that that we've seen last year, how that Kamara and Taysom Hill combo can be good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he did play week nine. So week 10, he was, was his first week out, missed the past four weeks. But as we see tonight, you know, even even come back from an injury, a star running back can be a beast. So uh, we, we predict big things from Kamara versus one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. Our other running back is going to be Jamichael Hasty over there in San Francisco for only $4,000. Everybody on that bat in that backfield's banged up. So we'll see later in the week if anyone looks healthy and like they're going to play. But if no one does, it's a bargain play. We don't need a big return. and. Uh, really cheap running back there who could get us a nice return. Yeah, we may have to make some major lineup changes if one of those other running backs plays. But yeah, we you know Elijah Mitchell is in concussion protocol, probably not playing. Uh, and and Jeff Wilson ha- is having you know knee issues. So uh, yeah, Hasty could be a nice matchup at the at the absolute lowest price. The, the other running back that we used in our flex was Javante Williams. Had an absolute explosion of a week. Um, Melvin Gordon is back at practice. So, you know, they are going to be sharing time if he's back. But still, Javante Williams has been really solid. He's got, he's got a really nice uh, matchup this week with Detroit. Um, so... You know, I, I, you know, if, if Gordon does end up out, this is a huge play, but even if not, I think Williams has a really solid, you know, floor against Detroit. So should, should be a good play. Absolutely. Another poor rushing defense. And, uh, Javante looked really good last week. Looks like he's got a, a great career in front of him. So a nice play there versus another poor defense. We're focusing on these bad rushing defenses. And if we jump over to the wide receivers this week, first guy we got is uh, Jalen Guyton over there in, on the Chargers. Keenan Allen looks like he's out with COVID. Mike Williams may play, but he's still unsure at this point too. So Jalen Guyton could be a really nice play. Last week he had a big week. He had four for 90 for and a touchdown. So even with just Keenan Allen out, we think he could have a big game this week as well. And um, a great play with only $3,400. So Matt, that was going to be my question. If Mike Williams is in, you still feel good about Guyton here? For the price of only $3,400, especially yeah. if we have to put someone in instead of hasty, it's going to be really nice to save that much on a wide receiver. And if, uh, if with Keenan Allen, most likely not playing, I think uh, it, it's a nice play to leave in there. And, um, you know, for that cheap, he doesn't have to have a huge return. He gives us seven points and gets twice his twice his value. It's a nice return. Anything more is just uh, the cherry on top. So at that cheap, I think it's uh, it's hard to pass. Yep. Okay. Our other two wide receivers are big PPR guys. We just talked about T. Higgins over there in Cincinnati, just going off lately. Uh, Chase is just not getting those big passes. Defenses are focusing on stopping those big passes. And T. Higgins at $6,400. We really like a nice solid value there. 
Uh, and then the other guy is Hunter Renfro. Both T and Hunter are big PPR guys, getting tons of catches, a lot of yards. You throw a touchdown there potentially for one or both of them. And Renfro at $6,100 is, is a nice value as well. Playing Kansas City could be a nice shootout. Yeah, yeah, that's the hope. I like that. Speaking of Kansas City, we did uh, use our tight end. We we haven't often spent up on tight end, Matt. Generally speaking, we've we've gone just about as low as we could possibly stomach at tight end on these rosters. So let's hope uh, this this one works out for us. But we are going to play Travis Kelsey in this matchup. He the last time he played. The Raiders, he absolutely crushed it. Um, he had eight catches for 119 yards on the 10 targets. So, you know, hopefully that kind of continues. And like I said, I, I had said earlier, I think we're going to see a Mahomes bounce back. So that was pretty good. Um, and then you in, in Houston, you have Davis Mills starting at quarterback. So because of that reason, we're going to pick the Seattle Seahawks as our defense. Yep. Gotta love the neck. That dude has the biggest neck we've ever seen. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. I like it. I like the correlation between Renfro and Kelsey. If they have a shootout there, those two are probably going to be the most get the most benefit. Maybe uh, Tyree Kill as well. But uh, those two, some big names, could be have some big stats in that game. So I like the lineup a lot. If uh, Hasey's out, maybe maybe we have to pivot from Kelsey. But hopefully he stays in as the only running back there, and we have some real nice values and can have a big bounce back this week for us. Yep. Agree. All right. Sounds good, everyone. Good luck this week in the fantasy playoffs. We got big implications on the line, and we also have a huge Browns game this week, Steve. What do you think? Versus the Ravens at home. Yeah, it's big, especially as we're watching Thursday night football and we're watching the Steelers lose. This is going to be a really, really big opportunity for the Browns. I mean, we we watched last week, you know, or last time we played the Ravens, defense played great. Um, here's what I'm hoping, Matt. I think it wouldn't have taken much for us to be able to come out with that victory last time. And I'm hoping that with the bye week, uh, you know, I'm hoping that gave Kareem Hunt time to truly become more healthy than he was the last time we played Baltimore. And I'm hoping Baker gets a little bit of rest and can just be just a touch sharper because those two things I, I think can really make a huge difference in this game. I, so I'm going to call Kareem Hunt having a big game, but I, you know, I still think overall it's going to be a struggle. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say 20 to 17 Browns. 20 to 17. Do you know what the line is this week, Steve? Uh, I don't know. I would, I, I would act because we're home. I'm going to say we're favored by just like a touch, maybe like one or two, two and a half favored by the Browns, two and a half points. So you, you call a small cover. And also, do you know the last time the, the Ravens scored over 20 points was, uh, I know it's been a while. They've been certainly struggling on offense for sure. That was November 7th. We're over a month ago that they scored 20 points. That's when they beat the Vikings 34-31 in overtime. They haven't had 20 points since then. So your score lines up with a nice Browns cover, keeping the Ravens under 20 again. I think that's going to be the key of the game, keeping them low scoring and finding a way to score some points this week, unlike uh, two weeks ago when we played them. Yep, yep. So, All right, good luck, everyone. Good luck in your 
just another year league, and good luck in every other leagues. I know, Steve, you and I both have some playoff implications in some of our other leagues, so good luck to you. Good luck to everyone. Hope it's a fun, exciting fantasy weekend, and go Browns. Sounds good. Go Browns. Around the block a couple times before I've seen everything, I've seen a little more I've done everything anyone could ever do I've had my share of towns, and I've had my arms too I've seen all there is to see, I've been all there is to be I've lost all sad, but I